Rambam Mishnah Torah, Hilchais, the laws of Sanhedrin, the courts, the Ha'onshin, Hamasudim Lohem, and the punishments that have been handed over to the courts to implement Pedic Shmini, chapter 8, one of the shortest chapters in the Rambam, continuing in the laws of courts, very basic everyday stuff, which we actually studied in great detail here, right here in this room, in our Monday night class in Tractate Sanhedrin. So it actually puts us ahead of the game in this chapter, our group right here, because we spent years in our Monday night, amongst other tractates, studying Sanhedrin. Aleph, Bezdin Shenech if the court was split, a split court. Some of the courts say that the defendant is not liable. And some of the members of the court says Chayab is liable. We always follow the majority. Vizu, following the majority, mitzvah asay, is a positive commandment, shal Torah of the Torah. Shanamar, as it says, We follow after the inclination of the majority. By the way, it's important to point out, there was a very wise man who asked a very wise question. If we always follow the majority, then why are Jews still Jewish? The majority of people in the world are not Jewish. There's billions of them. And we are just a very limited amount of people. You are the smallest of all nations. Why don't we follow the majority? We should all become whatever the world is out there. The answer is, that the only time we follow the majority is if it's a bona fide kosher court. If the members of the court belong in the court, you don't follow the majority of the masses. So when we talk about majority rule, it's within a framework. Furthermore, we're told that when you have diamonds. When you dig for diamonds, you find a lot of rocks. When you dig for pearls, you find a lot of shells. There are more pebbles than diamonds. There are more shells than pearls. Why don't you just make the rocks valuable, not the diamonds? The answer is, it is that which you don't have very much of that's valuable. Obviously, if you see the diamond market. Pebbles, you can get a dime a dozen. So when we talk about majority rule within a framework, when does the above apply? When it comes to financial matters, or other laws of forbidden and permitted, impure and pure, or any other Torah law. But in capital issues, life and death, and we already learned earlier which areas fall into that. If the court was split with regard to this transgressor, with regard to this defendant, whether he should be killed by the courts, capital punishment, or not, 
Remember, the minimum amount of judges in a capital court are 23, we learned. If you have the majority say he is not liable, not guilty, Zaka is not guilty. So if you have 23, you have 12 say not guilty, and 11 say guilty, he's not guilty, he goes home. If 12 say he's guilty, and 11 say not, here, do you think he's guilty? The answer is no. He's never killed. Until there is a majority of two. So 12 to 1 never brings about capital, I'm sorry, 12 to 11 never brings about capital punishment. There has to be a majority of two, which in these numbers would be, I guess, uh, 13 to 10 or 12 to 10 with one abstention. From tradition we learn, this is what the Torah meant when it warned and admonished, don't follow the majority for evil, in the simple sense, it means just because the whole world is evil doesn't mean you should be evil. Just because a lot of people do bad things doesn't mean you should. But this also addresses the legal system. A simple majority of one is not sufficient to put someone to death. Claimer, meaning, if the majority is turning towards the negative, towards guilty, lotic to kill, don't follow them. Until there is a greater majority, a majority of two. At least two of you, to turn after the majority, you follow a simple majority of one when it's for good. Good is defined here as innocent. By one, culpable, liable, guilty, needs a minimum of a majority of two. All of this is not logic, it is tradition taught by God to Moses and by Moshe Rabbeinu to us, beginning at Mount Sinai. Two, what if you have a court of three in financial matters that was split? Two say, not liable, and one says, liable, then he's not liable. Majority of one is fine here, two to one. Two say, liable, and one says not, he's liable. This is what we learned earlier about the whole Zablo system. One litigant chooses a rabbi judge, second litigant chooses a rabbi judge, they choose a third. Who decides? So very often it's two to one. Two to one is good in financial matters. If one says, not liable. One says liable. And the third says, Je ne sais pas. I don't know. Or two said innocent. Or culpable. The third says, I don't know. What do you do? Here you add two judges. That's why we said that the number of judges in courts flex. Now you have not three, but five. Three said, not liable, and two said, yes, liable. Not culpable, yes, culpable. Then, 
Three to two, not liable. Omru Shloy Shachayev, if three said yes, liable. Shloyim Zakai, two say no, Arei Zakhayev, three to two, liable, culpable. Omru Shnayim Em Zakai, two say not liable. Or Shnayim Em Chayev, and two, so you have two against two. And the fifth says, I don't know, another two. So now we have seven. But if four said, liable or culpable, and one says, I don't know, three said, innocent, not liable, not innocent. Innocent is inappropriate in financial matters. And one says, liable, and one says, I don't know. Whether the guy who says, I don't know, is still the same guy who said, I don't know. Somebody else said it. In this case, because you have three who say not liable, you follow the majority. What if it was half, half? And one says, I don't know, so it's three against three. I don't know. They had two others. So also, if they're not sure, you can keep adding from 7 to 9 to 11, until you get to 71. You get to 71, and 35 say liable. And 35 say not liable. Remember, this is still a financial matter. You just kept adding. And the number 71 says, I don't know. They negotiate until they find one who's willing to cross the line. Cross the aisle, as they say. So you have 36 who say not liable or liable. Nobody retracted. And everybody is stuck in place. Then it's unresolved. And whoever has possession continues to retain possession gimel, the final paragraph of this chapter. Anyone who says, I don't know, now here in my book it says, is not required, but in the notes it says that the proper version is, he is required, to give an explanation. The guy just can't say, I don't know. He has to explain the I don't know. And to inform Me'ezatam for what reasoning, Ba'alai, from what reasoning, Ba'alai, Hasopik, what made him develop this doubt, just as the one who says not liable explains, and the one who says liable, culpable, Me'ezatam, has to explain, the guy who says, I don't know, also, according to this version, which we accept, does have to explain, end of chapter 8.